0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Standard Definition. I'm your host and Lightning Insider, Eddie V. Joining me for the first time, he is a DJ. And I tell you guys, when he is, when I talk about the, when I mention DJ, the house music this guy presents is almost a bet. I be begging it in my car. You can find it on SoundCloud. He'll be able to promote all of that. He's also a streamer. And you are talking about fighting games? This man kicked my tail (laughs) with Killer Instinct on uh, Xbox One. Uh, He is good friends with our other guy, uh, Key MVP, who is also a phenomenal content creator and fighter. Everybody, please welcome Chris V. Hi, Chris. Hey, what's up, everybody? How are you doing? Welcome.
1: (laughs) I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, man. It's been a while.
0: It really has, uh, everybody. We are going to be talking about Infamous One and Infamous Two. Uh, we're not going to really touch on the uh, DLC just yet because that's coming in the future with another special guest. We might yes. mention it here and there. Uh, but man, I love man. I, I I would say this. I love Infamous Two out of the whole series. Two, oh, yeah. I think it's like the best. Uh, it's for the me. best out of all of them. I'm gonna be real with you yes uh, but before we go uh chris can you introduce yourself um just in case that people don't know who you are
1: oh hi my name is chris uh i go by dj chris v i am a streamer uh, over on twitch because you know mixer's dead um i do produce a lot of uh youtube content as much as i can i'm bringing up my TikTok, so that's going there uh, i also do produce music because the dj thing is actually real And I'm actually working on courses to teach other people how to actually produce music, whether it be for video games or be sound design. So there's a couple of things I'm working on. Uh,
0: Yes, Uh, hopefully everybody will have a 1v1 for you uh, by the time you see this. Because I uh, went, I talked to Chris and he told me he had DJ and I was just like, are you into house music? Are you into uh, techno EDL? He's just like, yeah, I do all of that. And I my soul passed out my body. He <laughs> me because I I'm closer to Chicago and I have been with hard house, ghetto house, uh, uh, just like all any kind of dance music that you could uh put out there freestyle. That is like one of my hearts, like one of my best music genres. Um, and that Dango Streets of Race too is just still a banger. Oh my god, it's so good. Uh, but actually uh chess shapes and beats uh uh kicked it out of my kicked it out of my favorite game uh favorite really? house music. yes just shapes and beats even though it's licensed music it when i hear the tracks from that game i'm like ooh shit Race 2, i got to move you down by one
1: no yeah of course that game's, that that music is fantastic i mean yeah you're in chicago so you would know um most of the artists that i used to play with and that i'm pretty good friends with um uh mr frankie knuckles uh mm-hmm. rest is, rest in peace uh, i had the opportunity of meeting him and hanging out with him for a long time he was really nice uh david morales also was another person that i hung out with and like you know grow with like his son is one of my best friends so
0: Oh nice
1: yeah we go we go we go real deep in that stuff but yeah, house music is fantastic I mean from Miami, so <laughs> house music's a thing down here, especially Latin house and uh, tribal techno techno's a big thing down here now so
0: now Latin house is the one that we don't i that's the one that I still need to experience because uh we got freestyle and more Latin uh communities were playing freestyle than they were Absolutely. Latin house music. Mm-hmm. Um, but most of my d most of the DJs that I've met and got albums from have been um from Latin artists from DJ, from Latin DJs in the day they, they've been doing the hard house and some of them are really good at ghetto house. I think DJ Poncho is Latin the way that he sounds. Yeah. I'm just like I think he's Latin. Um, yeah. and he just man, I when I first heard his album. I was just amazed. I was just like, yeah, this is a banger. This is literally a (laughs) banger. So that's fantastic. Oh, that's good. We might have to have an extra pass about house music, but that's for another <laughs> day. We're here to talk about Infamous 1. Uh, just to give you guys a heads up. Um, infamous 1 was developed by Sucker Punch. It was released on PlayStation 3 on May 26, 2009 for the U.S., May 29 for Europe, June 4 for Australia, and November 5th for Japan. In Infamous, the player controls the protagonist, Cole McGarth. Uh, McGrath, I think that's his name. Um, yeah. A bike uh, bike messenger caught in the center of an explosion that devastates several city blocks of the fictional Empire City. The explosion sends the city into chaos while Cole finds itself with new electricity-based superpowers. Though the game's story follows Cole using the new abilities to restore some semblance of order to Empire City, the player is given several opportunities to use these powers for good or evil purposes in the game's karma system. These choices ultimately affect the character growth, the reaction of city's populace towards coal, and finer elements of gameplay and the story. So, I I want to start this off. Chris, where were you at when this game came out?
1: Oh man, two thousand nine. I think I was still, yeah. Actually, I was at fresh out of high school. Really? Yeah. If I'm thinking about it,
0: I was yeah. 29. I was 29 at the time, and I just started working at uh. No, I was still at JCPenney Outlet. Um, I did because I didn't get into Toys R Us until later on that year. Because uh, oh we goodness. had, yeah, we oh. had just our our sto- My store had just went out of business that summer. And I didn't get wow. it to Toys R Us until uh, no, no, I was still at uh, yeah, I was still at JC Penney and I didn't get it to Toys R Us until October of that year.
1: I remember actually, I was working at GameStop when this came out, <sighs> and I still have the backpack, the messenger backpack that it came mm-hmm. with for the collectors. I still have it, mint. Everything's perfect. If I could take it out, I would, but I don't have it on me. Like, storage. <laughs> Damn, I should have got that. But it is, it is amazing. Like when this game launched, it literally blew everything that I knew about comic books out of the water. Cause this was, if I'm not mistaken, this was pre Arkham, right? Yes. This was pre-Arkham games. Yeah. So like this was like the first introduction to like big comic book um titles for the PS3. And it's just like it ran with it.
0: Yeah, and see, I didn't have a PS3 Until they did the Slim And once the Slim came out That's when I uh, snag uh, Infamous, because I think The regular PlayStation 3 was out when this game Like $600
1: out. for that thing Can you believe that?
0: <sighs> yes Oh my god, that was do you, ridiculous Do you remember EGM? Electronic oh, yeah. Game of the Do you yeah. remember the cover That they had the PlayStation 3 with a tomato On it? Yeah yeah so uh the old person who was over playstation he was being interviewed and he said that you can't find no find none of them at anywhere and uh i think dan shu was doing the interview and showed them a picture of a whole stack of playstation 3s at best buy yeah
1: dude 600 bucks nobody could afford that man i had to save i don't know how much for that and then i ended up getting rid of it when the slim came out just because the value was way better for that. And I was like, all right, besides, I mean, come on. It was literally a brick. Like my PS5 right now is probably the same size as a PS3, just maybe a little mm-hmm. bit taller. But I mean, you're paying for quality over what you got for. You got a plastic metal brick that overheated <laughs> constantly and uh, it barely played DVDs good. So <laughs> it was one of those.
0: It The the Blu-ray ship. Uh the cell the self processing. Um yeah. that was the thing about it. But uh yeah. so you was just getting out of high school mm-hmm. when it came out? I yeah, I was I was just at work. Uh and I remember seeing the trailer and reading it in EGM. Uh and I knew that when I was going to get a PlayStation three, uh that was gonna be one of the games that I get because um, I got like four games at that time. I had worked a lot of overtime at Toys R Us, and got when I got my PlayStation Three. That was one of the first games because at that time it was like twenty dollars. When I got my PS3, actually,
1: I mean, I'm looking at it now. I just did the math. I was at a high school for three years before this game came out. I, I had did the math. I was like, I was 20 when this game came out. I'm like, wait, that sounds weird that I got out of high school at 20. <laughs> I was like, no, there's no way. Because yeah. I remember graduating back at like '06.
0: I was out from um, high school 10 years in 2009 because I graduated in 1999.
1: In 99? Yeah.
0: I was, yeah. what, 10? No. How old was I? In 99. I was born in 89. Yeah, I think it was 10. Uh, so we got a nine I'm year I'm 32 difference. right now, man. Yeah. You do not look 32. I know. Because I'm just like, hold on, wait. Hold on, hold on wait. Because. <laughs> the, the dad, gray hair. I'm. I can't. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm too. I'll be 33 this year. Oh my goodness. This is everybody. This is a. This is gonna be standard definition. But this is how we podcast. We will get off a of topic real quick. It's just like <laughs> goodness, just go with it. You know? <laughs> uh, but um, I kind of want to ask you. Sure. Because we was talking about a remasters coming to PlayStation Five and mm-hmm. uh me and my friend, we want Resistance to come back. Like We want the trilogy. Resistance is so good. And I would love a remaster of one. And then Mm -hmm. you mentioned Infamous. Like I want to go back to the world. And I was just like, are you serious? I'm like, I love Infamous. I love Infamous too. And then uh, our good friend Asa Green, uh, Mm -hmm. Green River from Borderline, uh, he was just like, I love Infamous too. And I was just like, okay, I got to get you guys on the podcast. We have to talk about Infamous. (laughs) Because it was a game from Sucker Punch, and uh, if everybody don't know Sucker Punch. They made Sly Cooper, uh, the Sly Cooper games, um, and I enjoyed, and I really enjoyed them. And but to see them go to their open world game uh, with Infamous and bringing it to this comic book style of uh, action adventure, I was just like, oh, I'm very intrigued. But I've been a big supporter of Sucker Punch. I love their work. Oh, yeah. Um and just seen the gorgeous Ghost of Shishima. Oh, from what they learned from infamous and in second song to that to Ghost of Shishima, Good googly moogly. One of the gorgeous games on PlayStation 4.
1: One of the best
0: ever in,
1: in my life that I've ever had to play opening sequences in my life. Yes. Running yes. On, getting on the horse and going through the, the trees and the music is swelling and swelling oh. until you come to the big field and then it just cuts open and literally just like opens the whole game and it just goes boom, title and I'm like oh I still get goosebumps thinking about it. Uh I,
0: uh I have it for PlayStation Four and I'm waiting to get a PlayStation Five. Um, I, I, I put the controller down after I seen that because I was just like, how, how did you guys capture the spirit of, oh. Uh, Japanese style movies. And just like they watch TV, they learn mm-hmm. definitely from uh, films from just having that. I'm like, what? Wow. Just the back, just like I Nintendo can never do anything like this. Microsoft no. probably can, but N- Nitty, I'm sorry. You you can't. No, there's, there's
1: can't no way. It. No way. I mean, you guys can stay with one of my favorite franchises, Metroid, but like handle everything else, the samurais. I mean, come on, let's go.
0: Yeah. So, uh, but. With Infamous, uh it's a third person uh over the shoulders kind of like action game. Action adventure, um, yeah. Action adventure. Um and it integrates like comic uh, cut scenes and it's kind of like about 7-8 hours if you uh, mainline the whole game. Um Some of the characters that you meet in Infamous is uh, Zeke Jedidiah Dunbar which is Cole's best friend. He kind of like a little bit short and wear glasses. Um, Trish Daly who is Cole's girl uh, Cole's girlfriend, who kind of ends up blaming him for the death of her sister. Um, mm-hmm. F- FBI agent uh, Moya Jones, whose uh, husband went missing because he went to go investigate, uh, investigate, which is fellow agent John White. Um, he was to go look for the first son, who so are kind of the enemies in the game, with along with the Reapers. Um, and then your main antagonist was Kessler, who uh Controls the first sons and watches the events play out. And you do eventually, I believe you do fight him at the end of the game. Um do, do. but mm-hmm. uh but there is a twist of who he is. Um so but uh I kind of want to ask you, where did you go with this game? Did you stay good or did you go bad in this game?
1: Um I'm gonna be completely honest with you. Every type of game that I have that leads me to a choice whether I'm gonna be good or bad. I always go with the bad decisions first. Always. Ah. That is always my first run.
0: Oh, really? I'm opposite. Yep. I've always go good.
1: Mm-mm. Always. Ever since Fable, the original ah. Fable, I've yes. always been bad. Always. Because that, that, I mean, in video games, I mean, it's always fun being bad. What do you want to do? And especially with this one, like the amount of powers that you get from going evil is insane. Like nothing can stop you, it's great. Yes. Even the boss Uh, fights are cake.
0: Oh, yeah. And and I think that's what was probably the challenging thing to me was because I went good in this game. And Mm -hmm. mostly in order for you guys to stay good in this game, um, you have to rescue civilians. You have to fight along with the cops. Um, you just have to do good things in it. Uh, you you can't drain anybody, or you can drain some people. It kind of mess with your karma, but they kind of want you not to drain the civilians' energy. Uh, to heal yourself, um, I do that but, every time. <laughs> yeah, but for the evil. Uh, When it comes to the cops and the reapers fighting, um, if you fight the cops, that's when you become evil. If you're draining or hurting the civilians, you get more evil. Um, The more evil you get, the more you unlock those uh, abilities. And it does get to a point where I believe the game locks you out from the other side. Um, Now. Uh, You can make good decisions Uh at sometimes while evil And it kind of uh affects The game but if you go all Evil you have a different appearance And even your voice changes In the game so at points in the game They will react uh to You so you go evil Mm. Um with Infamous, uh with the gameplay, you have to drain electricity to uh, not only heal yourself, but to be able to use your powers. What did you yeah. think of that system? I thought it was great. I mean, because you had all the ability. Anytime you
1: got into a fight, you were able to just pop out, drain, heal, pop out, drain, heal. And then you would just rinse and repeat. Like most games, it's either you're killing an enemy, they drop health, or they don't. This one is just like, okay, cool. I'm just going to absorb what I need and I'm out. And like to put a pin on the evil side, when you turn completely evil and your eyes go red and you have that red aura, Cole looks so sick.
0: Yes. Uh, I I know that uh, with every time I see the blue, I think of the last dragon, even though that that was gold. Uh, I just, there's something about I have to be a good person. And I think it's because of. Like how I am in real life like with a lot of my real life choices, I make good I tried my best to make good choices and so I carried that into video games um that makes sense and I think when I do the replay, that's when I start doing all the evil stuff um, oh okay yeah, yeah, because it's just like I think I'm like I work to get the good indie but if miss two is a different story and I would say, we'll, when we get to that game, I'll tell mm-hmm. you. Um, how did you feel about the story in this game? I thought it was great. Can we, I mean, the game
1: came out in 2009. I'm pretty sure we could talk about this. When you found out that it was you from the future, I lost it. I was like, what is happening?
0: I, yes. Yeah, so it's, it's revealed that your Kessler, um, um, the person that you're fighting is you, and I think it's an alternate universe or something it's like that. It's from
1: an alternate universe because you were running a, your alternate self at that point could destroy the what's called the beast, which turns out to be John White. Um, but you didn't at that time, and you ran away with your wife and kids, and they still ended up dying anyway. I think that's how yes. it works. And then you came back to the past or the different dimension to help make. The device a lot quicker than what it would have been and then at the end it's just fantastic when you found out that it was just you and it's like oof. the story itself was really good it didn't have any like bad story beats like the part where um you had to choose when the fbi agent when she died in front of you because they mm-hmm. drop her off a building that was fantastic and i was like whoa this game's going really dark and then your best friend zeke when turns out that he's not really want to be your best friend. He wants to get his own powers, and he ends up giving the device to Kessler anyway, and it just backfires on him. Yes. It was just, okay, keep going, keep going. The game came <laughs> with all the hits, man. The story was fantastic.
0: Yes. Uh, there are three-part cities in Empire City, and as you uh, progress through the game, you unlock the cities. Um, you do go around collecting these orbs, and I think when you uh, get enough a certain amount of orcs, you're mm. able to unlock uh, like a lot of powers. Um, there is a lot of parkour kind of things in here. Yeah. Uh, like with the climbing, I I will say I think the fun, the greatest thing that I like about Infamous is when you're on a telephone pole or you on the sub train line. And you're and like you're sliding through it. Sliding yeah. through. Uh, there are times that you could you have to fight enemies that way. So if you think about it, this was kind of pre. Uh, pre beta for um, uh, uh, sorry about that. It's Somniac's game for Xbox. Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
0: why can, I th- why can I not think of it?
1: Uh, I got you. Oh, quick Google search
0: because someone had just beaten that game. I beat it like two years ago. Um, for it, Sunset Overdrive, yeah, Sunset Overdrive. That's it. Yeah. Um, it was kind of like. That's where that gameplay has kind of come from, in a sense. Um, what about you? Would you got any like favorite moments or anything in that game? In Infamous? I, and the first one? Yes.
1: Oh man, dude, the fight with the beast at the end—that was fantastic. That was a oh. hard fight. Even as an evil person, it was great. Yes. And, um, to cut back to the whole grinding aspect of the rails and everything like that, I just—I I go through because I was like, I—I I know this is happening. Sonic Adventure 2 came out in 2001. And that like introduced <gasps> the grinding mechanics that is for right. all games and that, are, that have come after it. And I was like, "Wow, that makes way more sense now that we talk about it." I was like, "Oh, so this is where they got the idea from."
0: Well, what um um what was the skating game with the cell shape from Sega? Uh Is it Jet Set Radio? Yeah, Jet Set Radio. Was yeah. that the first one? Jetset Radio came out. Are you right now? Because I. I Jetset Radio
1: came out. Uh, yeah, it came out a year before. So it was 2000. So Sonic Adventure 2 was 2001. Jetset Radio was 2000. So okay. there you go. So, so Jetset Radio was the first one.
0: It was the first. Okay. Yeah. I think, I think when I, when I reason why I said that uh, about Infamous and, um, uh, in the subnegate, so said overdrive. It's because you can fight. It's almost the same way that you're sc- uh, you're skating around and you're in third person shooting these zombies, yeah. or the affected. And that was the idea that I had when I was thinking of infamous. I was looking at it and I'm like, oh my goodness, this is the thing with sunset overdrive. I'm like, this it's the same idea, mechanics. yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just that sunset overdrive is better, in a sense. Did you then think the infamous the infamous one? When it comes to some of the fighting, I would say
1: 100 percent better. Okay, because I mean, you're talking about a 2009 game to a I think it was 20 22 mm. when was Sunset Overdrive?
0: No, so that was about 13, 13, 14, because it's like the 14. when the Xbox One came
1: out oh, when the Xbox One came out. Yeah, so 2014, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I mean, you're talking two different, I mean, a bunch of like what five years later, but still the game perfected grinding combat.
0: Yes. Yes. Uh, and I just, I, I think it was getting around that city that I love. um oh, yeah. With it. Uh, what was the worst moment in that game for you? The part
1: where you have to choose whether to fight Zeke or let him go. I think that was one of the parts, if I'm not mistaken. That, for me, was just like... I mean, you kind of screwed me over, dude. Why why would I let you go? It's like, don't give me a choice. Let me just do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think, I yeah, I let him go because that was the better uh, deal. You know, it was the good yeah. thing uh, to do. Because, uh, like, how do you kill your best friend? You know, I... I I wouldn't not saying I wouldn't feel right about that, but like from a narrative standpoint, I'm like oh, I no, can't.
1: Of course, yeah.
0: I, I now. This might be a discussion. I could kill if my friend is infected and turn into a turn into something. I'm fine okay. with that. Okay. But when it's another human that nothing is wrong, I can't kill. Now there is an exception to this rule. If you annoy the mess out of me, I <laughs> don't, I wish I had the opportunity to, because Grand Theft Auto 5 did this. I don't know oh if you played all Yeah, this. yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know which mission I'm talking about? <sighs> so it's the one that you, I think you're like at a wood factory or something. Your friend gets kidnapped.
1: Oh yeah, okay. And you have to drive up and like fight a whole bunch of baddies just to save Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, that was uh, that.
0: I wanted him to die because (laughs) throughout that whole game, he did nothing for you. He just he got in the ride and nagged you all the time while you was driving. You You had to do all the action. And I was just like, I want you dead. I don't want to save you, but I have to do it to progress (laughs) the gang.
1: Oh yeah that's true so um, um yeah i mean when when it comes to doing that i mean my best friend but i mean you kind of gave the device to the bad guy who ended up killing even more people so you kind of screwed me there and that's why i was like you know what let's go uh
0: i think the the worst part for me uh is definitely Getting to the last boss fighting Kessler. Because there's so much that you have to do to get to him to fight him. And I'm just like, this is a 45 minute level that is dragging on for no apparent reason. I'm it like, was I literally
1: just, there for filler.
0: Yeah, I just wanted to beat him and just be done with it. No. Um uh, because I think, like, some of the enemy, I think the Reapers that you fight were just... Now, thinking about it, goodness, they look like the Reapers from Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they were just like that. And they were super overpowered and it took forever to kill them and it was yes. just, like, impossible. You literally had to push through to get through the whole the whole fight and it's like, why? If I'm just gonna end up fighting Kessler anyway?
0: Yes. Why don't I...
1: 45 minutes for this?
0: Uh, I... I hate levels like that. I hate level design like that. Just let me fight the final boss and call it a day. Um so uh but any more thoughts about Infamous cuz we got to get to Infamous 2.
1: I mean Infamous 1 was was a great starting point, but Infamous 2 is my favorite out of the series. Gorgeous. Gay. Yeah, oh, beautiful.
0: Oh, I'm so lucky they put so much color into this cuz man when looking at how dated Infamous 1 was, and then looking at Infamous 2, I'm like, wow. And yes, everybody, Infamous 2 was still developed by Sucker Punch. It was released on PlayStation 3 on June 7, 2011 in America, June 8th for Europe, June 9th in Australia, and July 7th for Japan. So only two years of development was this game done in the And it
1: looks a whole lot better.
0: Oh, amen to that. <laughs> uh the story follows protagonist Cole McGrath on his quest in new Marius to grow powerful enough to be able to uh to be able to uh, face this nemesis the beast uh, Cole possesses electricity-based super na- uh, superpowers, which are used to combat and navigate the city. The player is given several opportunities to use these powers for good or selfish purposes in the game's karma system. Uh, the karma system affects what powers become available. The reaction of the c- city's populist towards Cole and the story. And I'm so glad they gave him that bat, that electric bat for uh, melee. Uh, oh, it how satisfying it was to beat people with that bat.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. It was all the time. And the fact that they added animations to, like,
0: finish was great. Yes. Uh, now, uh, I believe your information from your same data for infamous one carried Carry over to two. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I thought that was literally cool. Uh, just a little bit of the story. Uh, following the events of Infamous, Cole and his friend Zeke, if you kept them alive, meet with uh, NSA agent Lucy Kuo, who informs them that Dr. Sebastian, uh, Wolf. The man the man responsible for creating the race fear that gave Cole his powers has developed an even stronger version that would give him enough strength to stop the beast. Before they can depart for Wood's lab in New Marius, the beast attacks Empire City. Cole tries to fight him off, but even his most powerful attacks prove useless. The group is subsequently forced to flee to Empire uh, flee from Empire City is while wow, that's uh actually it's being destroyed, I'm sorry. Uh, flee as Empire City is completely and utterly destroyed. Arriving in New Mariah's, Cole and his allies learn that Energy Magnet Joseph Ber- uh, Bertrand III, an uh, anti conduit because everybody who has the power is a conduit, uh, mm-hmm. has seized control of the city. Aware of Wolf's intentions, Bertrand has his private army, the uh the militia, destroy the doctor's lab. Rescuing Wolf co-learns that he has developed the Wavefield Inhibitor, a device capable of stripping conduits of their powers. So,
1: yeah,
0: what did you think? Okay, so where were you at when this game came out? It's 2011,
1: I was still at GameStop. I think that's when I finally got a store for myself so uh i literally you know went all out and got you know the collectors and all that stuff so i was in a good spot and especially when i found out that that one of the main villains was had my last name i was like oh this is interesting and then it turns out joseph bertrand iii was an awesome villain
0: yeah, really good. I I, I definitely enjoyed them. Uh, at this time, I am in my second year at Toys R Us, uh,
1: nice. and
0: I got had my PlayStation Three and Infamous Two when it dropped. Uh, cause I was going, I was watching E3, uh, uh about um about this game and everything. And when it came out, I ended up buying it. Uh, it was like kind of one of my first $60 games, because at that time, I was buying a bunch of used games for the past years. Games are crazy expensive, and they still are. Oh, yes. Yeah, $70. $60 to $70, I should say. Uh. <laughs> yeah, but
1: it's funny. You look at back in the day, like when uh, I had uh, the Super Nintendo and games were like 80 bucks and it
0: was cassettes, like cartridges. So that was only crazy. Yeah. Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy, Final Trigger was eighty, but Fantasy Star on the Sega Master System was eighty dollars.
1: Yeah, I remember Killer Instinct because I still have it. Killer Instinct with a black. I have one sealed and I have one open. Uh, was Nintendo, the black cartridges. Yes,
0: was seventy dollars. I remember my mom was pissed <laughs> when I when she bought it. <laughs> Uh shoot. my mom was she didn't she was just worried uh because I asked her for Mortal Kombat 2 for some Nintendo, and oh, she looked it at the in-rated, yes. she's just like, Are you sure you're old enough to play this game? I'm like, I am, yeah, trust me. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Uh like because it was I was more about the fighting in that game than I was about the blood. Yeah, of course, nobody uh, cared about
1: it. It was just there as like an aesthetic thing, but I didn't care.
0: Yes. So uh Infamous 2, we're in this new area and, you know, it really took um, inspiration from New Orleans uh, when you look at it. But when I tell you this game looks beautiful, the colors pop. It's more lively because you see more greens. You see more blues, a lot of whites like there. They went with a different color palette with this. So it makes the world feel alive, even though mm-hmm. it's being run uh, by the militia and everything. Um what did you think about the powers in this game? Now you probably went evil once again. Naturally. And I, and I went good, but what did you think about the, uh, melee combat with that, uh, electric bat? I
1: loved the melee combat. The fact that, um, you had to, they had like, a, it was a leveling system where you had to like put the different trees of what you wanted to use. Yes. Like I went all out for that bat at first. Like I, level that up to no end because that combat was fantastic. I loved getting in people's faces with that thing.
0: Yeah, it t- being into a pub, I was just like, ooh, this is Devil May Cry, but so neat. <laughs> like I en- I definitely enjoyed it um uh, with it. Um you still could like traverse and parkour, but it oh, yeah. seemed it seemed more faster in this game. Um being yeah. around no, in no, more no. fluid.
1: Yeah yeah you can literally jump from building to building uh it was a lot more snappy i remember um even the waypoints were way better than the original one like you can actually see where you're going uh what else was good yeah overall that infamous 2 is one of my favorites just for aesthetically it's beautiful like that game pops for all the color that they added to it and just the new louisiana feel like they nailed it for that game yes nailed it there and was I, above ground cemeteries. There was everything.
0: Oh, the cemeteries! I used to always go in and be like, "What side quest or what item can I find here?" Yep. Um, yeah. Because there's was, there's was like orbs that you had to collect once again in this game, mm-hmm. and i uh, that was uh, always the place that I went to, and everything. Um, it did climbing the tower, that big tall uh, tower. That was the best.
1: And just jumping, it was awesome.
0: Yes, it. Uh, so, not knowing about Assassin's Creed or anything around that time. Just climbing up that thing and figuring out, how am, how am I going to get up there? And when you got up there, I think you got an achievement. I think you got a trophy yeah. for
1: it. Yeah, there was a trophy for that, for sure.
0: Oh, that's nice. Uh, okay, so this was kind of the controversy about this game. And I don't know if you know about it, Chris, but there's a point in the game that your powers switched yeah what did you think about that? I was upset
1: <laughs> I was pissed. I didn't like switching um powers. I didn't like any of that stuff like why why? but I mean, I know why they did it because they wanted you to feel something different. They wanted you to feel very underwhelmed, but why
0: yeah, and you and I think you have no choice. I think you have to choose
1: yeah, you have to do it, yeah.
0: Uh, so, how did it feel? Because I went from good to bad. And you went from bad to good. Like, I I was just like, wait, what? What is this nonsense? <laughs> it's
1: like, why am I helping people? What's happening here? Why do I want to be nice? Like, this isn't fun for my first run. And then it's just like, what's well, the name of the game for what it was?
0: Because it was like, it was lifted at the halfway point of the game.
1: Yeah, and where you have like, everything, almost everything powered yes. up. You have your build, all this stuff, and they're like, "Hey, you know what? Now we're gonna change it."
0: Uh, what would what you? Why do you think they did? They did that. Like Sucker Punch did that. Do you think it was a lot of complaints from players for it? I honestly, at, at this point,
1: I think it was just like a design choice. They're like, you know what? Let's just do this because we can. They're gonna play our game anyway.
0: That issue, uh, I just didn't expect it because I think it affects one of your care, one of the side characters when you choose and everything. Because I think one mm-hmm. of them like left me, uh, because I chose uh this thing, and they yeah. were just like, yeah, I'm 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 dipping off because you make me yeah. mad, yeah. Stuff. Now we got to talk about the fight with the beast. Uh that was a slog. I hated that.
1: It was such a long fight for no reason. If I'm not mistaken, and I remember correctly, I think it was three phases to that fight, and it was just not fun.
0: Yes.
1: Um, Not fun. And
0: uh, they had, this was the game that had two endings. So, uh, in the good ending, Cole sides with humanity. Cole and Nick's work to. Uh, changed the RFI, while LaRoche and most of his followers sacrificed themselves to hold back the beast. Nix eventually sacrificed herself as well, inj- uh, injuring the beast and leaving Cole with just enough time to finish the process. Activating the, the device, Cole kills himself, Kuo, the beast, and thousands of other conduits, even those who had not yet developed their powers. Yet the plague is completely and permanently erased, saving everyone. In honor of Cole's heroism, he is given the post uh, posthumous... Uh, uh, pos- I guess I, that's the thing. I probably said around, Title of Patriots Say of New Mariahs. As Zeke t- takes his coffin out to sea for burial, a lightning bolt strikes in the distance. That is the good ending. So everybody is saying, thinking that Cole is probably still alive. Mm. So... Which... DLC. So <laughs> uh, so uh, the evil ending uh coincides with white Quasi Nicks and Zeke to turn against him and steal the RFI. Together with Kubo and the Beast, Cole rematches through Numerias, killing LaRoche and what remains of the militia. He eventually catches up with his former friends, killing them and destroying the RFI. The Beast, weak from overusing his powers, dies after tasking Cole and Kuo with finishing his plan and transferring his powers over to Cole. Fully embracing his role as the new beast, Cole prepares to build a new era for the Condiments. Sounds about right. So what did you think of these indies?
1: Uh, I thought the good ending was great. The little cliffhanger where they leave with the Thunderbolt was awesome, uh, but it didn't really scratch the itch that I wanted. And then the other one with Cole making a world for conduits was fantastic because guess what that means more powers more people more game because stuff was gonna (laughs) happen anyway but it didn't unfortunately we stopped at two and then you know the dlc which Uh, might by far my favorite dlc
0: oh well speak on it speak on the dlc
1: um if let me get the name hold on because it was the vampire one. Empire Cole was fantastic. I loved it. Infamous Festival of Blood was the best DLC. Uh, I loved it so much. It was good.
0: Now, I'm a big
1: horror buff. That's that's why
0: you <laughs> really yeah.
1: love horror games. But like this whole aspect of being a vampire and fighting vampires. What? Let's go. That's uh, the blade
0: game I never got. So there was uh, now. Have you heard of uh, Zero Punctuation? Uh, no, I have not. Okay. So Zero Zero Punctuation is a guy. He speaks really fast without no punctuation, and he reviews games. And he did a video of Infamous Two versus Prototype Two, and Mm -hmm. who will win? So he was breaking everything down, and he tied everything up. And he said the winner of it was whoever at the respectable uh places can do artwork of the others competition in a like in, in a certain way, they will win the uh they will win the best review. Like they uh they would say that they would prefer that over uh the other gay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So uh <laughs> <laughs> there is artwork out there for everybody to see it, but uh, Infamous 2 won because they put the protagonist of uh, Prototype 2 on a unicorn and everything, and it's literally... One of the wackiest things. <laughs> uh, I, I I was just like, oh my goodness, and th- I I'm shocked that they got to do it. Uh, th- uh, they got to do it uh that way. Um, cause I'm like, I didn't know that they watched uh watched it. Uh, Jossie Crenshaw is his name, and so that when they did that, they had a art picture. And so the protagonist is riding a unicorn. And so it's just that one, Infamous 2 one. Yeah, sounds about right. So uh, there is a video out of it, everybody. You can watch uh, YouTube for it um, with that game. But uh, go ahead. Speak a bit more about the DLC.
1: I mean, in Festival of Blood, it was literally the entire town was just turning into vampires and you had the option to go full vampire with Cole. And I was like, hey, I play bad anyway. Let me go all in. I don't remember the story much, but I do remember the gameplay and being able to just siphon people, fighting (laughs) their necks and then fighting other undead characters was great. Um, Uh, But yeah, it was one of my favorite DLCs from 2011, especially since it was infamous and like can we talk about how the bat turned into like a cross Uh, yeah it was a silver cross that you held to
0: fight off vampires (laughs) i was like all right
1: this is getting wild but i'm in for it i'm in
0: yes i um i i seen it and i i i brought it it was on my ps3 and then I forgot to play it. <laughs> hey, that happens, man. I, because there was I think at around that time there were so many other games coming out. And I think at that time I I started playing Heavy Rain around that time. Mm-hmm. Um for Infamous 2. Because I have went back and got that. And I I was stuck on Heavy Rain too, on Heavy Rain because I love that game. And I'm like, ooh, this story. I, I was in a slave journey to the west. I love Ninja Theory, uh, <laughs> love them. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of like a little bit about Infamous One and Infamous Two. Um, they're both, uh, like I said, they're both about seven to eight hours, uh, about, about 15 hours if you want to do everything all the mm-hmm. side quests, uh, getting all your powers up, um, exploring the I think it was a bigger city in Infamous Two. Um, oh, yeah, it was but, huge. Yeah, Uh, and just being able to climb and, oh, so goodness that they fixed the frame rate. (laughs) Oh my god, yes. The frame rate in one was stutter and slow down and they would just kill you, and they fixed the balance of that game. You was Mm -hmm. able to get through missions, because how many bombs I'm going to throw before my whole thing, uh, whole (laughs) fight energy was gone. (laughs) I was just like, uh, and we kind of didn't touch on the music of the games because I don't know how you feel about the music in the infamous one, the infamous two, but I really didn't pay attention to it.
1: I Meaning, like, honestly, if you ask me about it, I don't even know what it sounded like. I don't remember any of it. Like, it was very unforgettable for me, honestly. So I was just focused on the action, the story. I could care less about the music at that point.
0: Yeah, it was just like. Uh, I, I, I would thought they, they would have Like some jazz or you know Something related mm-hmm. to New Orleans And no they yeah. I think they had like butt, Southern feel but yeah they didn't really have anything Yeah I think they had like Forget butt rock music and it's just like yeah. w- What is this I, I think that's the one Thing about Sony gangs I love Sony as a, a publisher and a developer I love their headphones I'm using them Now anytime it comes to sound quality <laughs> I go with Sony but I think some of their music, like some of their soundtracks, are just not not memorable, and mm-hmm. I don't know why, or anything. The
1: one Sony soundtrack that I can think of, I
0: because mm. so. be so I'm in, uh, not in trouble, but I gotta explain to my friend because we just had a discussion about Nintendo, you know, with the YouTube them taking down the uh, the copyrighted YouTube music and stuff. Yeah, and I I think I mentioned on our uh, Nintendo podcast, Nintendo Podblock, Block, I mentioned that I think I mentioned this. So and I'm I'm guilty of saying this that I feel like Microsoft and Sony doesn't have any memorable soundtracks. Because when you look, when you try to look, I, I sometimes try to look up, like, covers and remixes of, their, of Sony and Microsoft games, and none of them are there. I could find, literally, uh, a house version of The Legend of Zelda. I could find oh, a yeah. jazz version of Mario Brothers. Like, I could find different versions of Nintendo games, and I don't know why. I can't find none for, and i want to say first-party Sony games, not third-party why no. cannot find a lot of first party soundtracks that's just like memorable for their games?
1: I think the one soundtrack that sticks out for me as a first party title would be Uncharted.
0: Good, Uncharted is good. The Uncharted
1: Swell would be fantastic. And then what is another first party Sony title? Even from back in the day.
0: Like I probably, w- I probably remember. Uh, uh, what's the jumping rabbit gang that they had? Jack Rabbit, Jack Rabbit. Um, it was the first party. Ooh, wait, one.
1: no, Perop the rapper.
0: Perop the rapper. Yeah, that one is good. Kick punches all in the mind yes.
1: Yep, see, uh, that's exactly what I have in my head.
0: Yes, uh, it's Tumba for some reason. I remember that soundtrack. Tumba, yeah. Oh goodness. I'm chilling. Well, no, like I said, I'm 41. So, uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, but like a lot of there's just something about the music that I can't remember. Now, I love the music of Ghost of Tsushima. I think it's really beautiful. I really felt like if they go out and did a concert a Ghost of Tsushima concert, I'm definitely buying a ticket to go there to watch it to listen.
1: Oh, please do that and then incorporate God of War.
0: Oh. But which one? Did we do four or did we do the old games? Four. Okay. Yeah, four. Uh, I'm actually in the process of replaying God of War for, uh, Oh my god, me too. Because <laughs> uh, I I put it on three and uh, I'm not three. I put it on easy because I already beat it when it came out. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I do have some problems with it, but that's like minor things. It's kind of like some narrative things. Mm-hmm. But I, but Santa Monica—they put their foot in the graphics in that game. I was just like, "Oh, no one is touching y'all on this game at the moment." <laughs> mm-hmm. No one. Like just seeing that, uh, just um, the snake, the Greek snake, that uh, Kratos has to go in in his mouth to get that final piece. But it's just, yeah. just looking out how big and he's just like, oh, the whale serpent. Yeah, no, it's the best. Oh. I I sat there was just like how's this running on this system?
1: I, oh, I, don't get me wrong. My thing sounded like it was a jet engine. It was about to fly <laughs> off my my TV console, but we made it.
0: Shoot, I I'm still trying to figure out how monolith Soft got Xenoblade Chronicles X working on, on Wii U, and looking at how that worked.
1: Right? I mean, can if we're if we're getting there, can we talk about how good? Shin Megami 5 looks on Switch and it oh, runs so good. Okay.
0: Ow.
1: I and it's an Unreal game which blows my
0: mind. And I didn't know Atlas was doing Unreal. I no notice of that they was doing Unreal. Yep. And it was just like, oh, so this is the five-year development why right? I mean four-year development <laughs> that y'all did to take. The, okay. Because like if you if you go back to February 17, uh, 2017, when they had the announcement showing off that game, it looks nothing like what came out. And it was just like, mm-hmm. ooh, yeah, this is complete. Then when you see the game, and just your main character walking with that blue hair, and everything ooh, is just nice. like, ooh. I'm like fluid. Nice. fluid. Now, the game is hard as ever. <laughs> oh, it's
1: hard as hell. But you, they have that easy mode that you can put on if you wanted to. And I'm going to be honest with you. I've been using that halfway through the game because I got to level 40 and it's like everything's level 60. And I'm like, you know what? I need to beat this game because other games are coming out. So easy mode. Let's go.
0: Yes, I, I completely agree. I understand. Oh, that game. It did, See, what makes that game memorable for me is that battle music. Dude, the battle music is so good. And there's Just like to... four different versions. Uh, the, just and it's just like ah i'm so into this. <laughs> now i gotta oh, hear the other by music i, I do i gotta put work into that game because that first boss kicked my tail
1: that uh with the hydra yeah that hydra was a badass yeah. and i was just dude, like download go into the e-shop download the there's an easy version that like lowers their health but makes you hit harder so you can like you know you can basically one shot normal enemies and then like the bosses take a little bit of time but you don't take that much damage just to enjoy the game because yeah that game <laughs> is a grind
0: it is a grind uh i have learned that from persona Fest, persona 3 yep. fast it Tokyo your session oh my goodness oh i never played tokyo Mirage. <gasps> honestly
1: i think i once that came out i think they re-released persona 4 golden on pc and i was like ooh.
0: I like Persona Four. I, cause yeah, I brought Tokyo Mirage Session on Wii U, and mm. I have been asking it for years. Cause everybody was just like, hey, "Please go get this game," and so it sold out. Everybody started looking for it. Like Target mm. had them, but they sold out. Nobody was looking. So i was just like, "Oh, please, hopefully, hopefully this game gets supported to Switch." They put that mug on Switch, and we've been begging people to play that game. You talking about music?
1: Yeah. Oh, it's on my list. Yeah, yeah, it's on my list. So, uh,
0: so everybody that has been infamous,
1: <laughs> <laughs> infamous with a little sprinkle of everything.
0: Yes, uh, but yeah, I do, uh, I do want to remaster and just let everybody know that this is part one of the t- discussion because there is a part two. Uh, me and also gonna come back and talk about the DLC and Second Son. Um, yes. Which, any thoughts from you from the first DLC and Second
1: Son, Chris? Uh, second Son was fantastic. A lot of people hate that game for some reason. I don't. I enjoyed it. That was like my uh, first real introduction to Troy Baker as a voice actor in video games. That was just me because I can't remember mm-hmm. him in anything else. I do remember him from Full Metal Alchemist because he was
0: Greed, but that was that's completely opposite of what I'm talking about. Um, I never Wait, played. what? Yeah. Hold on, which Full Metal Alchemist? The first version that came out, or the manga? Ah, uh, oh,
1: brotherhood. brotherhood.
0: Yeah. Okay, that's the that's the manga version. Though. Cause I'm just yeah. like, wait a minute. Hold on, was he in the original? Cause I love Full Metal Alchemist. The first, he the was, original one that came out. The
1: original was fantastic. He loved greed. Yeah. Was ah. He, he was greed. Yeah. Yeah. He was greed. The dude with the long hair. Yes. That he was had like a yeah. He had like a black arm, and he would like yeah yeah. He was greed. Yeah. yeah that was him. That was him. <gasps>
0: Did not know that.
1: Ah, there you go. Um, I never played uh what is it, First Light? I never played the DLC. I have it, but
0: I just never played it. Played it. Okay. Yeah, yeah I ha- yeah, I have it on my PS4 with my with uh second son. Um mm-hmm. I played a little bit of it but didn't get fully into it. Just be like, okay, yeah. I understand what they're going for and yeah, everything. That's cool. I mean, just second son
1: for being on PS4 was beautiful
0: uh okay before we go because we got to have this quick talk i'm sorry everybody this is <laughs> this is us this is standard definition i know we focus on infamous what what game you think was the best looking game on ps4 because i'm about to get some and you might judge me about this but i think the last guardian is kind of the best game on ps4
1: How far back PS4 are we going? Can I go from, like, the launch or just, yeah, like, overall? Anyway, okay, yeah, anywhere. Overall. Like God of War is beautiful. Horizon was beautiful. But if I had to think one game that still sticks to me to this day, it would be Killzone Shadowfall. <gasps>
0: yes.
1: Yes. That game was beautiful.
0: Yeah. It was, surprisingly, the leading game that sold PS4 along with Resogun. Mm-hmm. And It is funny that you mentioned that cuz I had just finished Killzone 3. So I had uh I went back and played cuz Killzone 2 was on PS3. I went mm-hmm. that I went back played Killzone 2 and then I did Killzone 3 in like about 8 hours, like straight. Just beat that yeah. game. And great. then I was, when I got my PS4, I was just like, yeah, let me get Killzone uh the, the 4 and I was just enamored with that game.
1: Can we talk about how Killzone Mercenaries ran so well
0: on Vita? Like, <gasps> yes. What? Yes. was that possible? Even though you couldn't find a memory stick to save your life. but hundred <laughs> uh, percent. But... <laughs> Proprietary
1: game... technology. And now everybody's like using SDs. It's like maybe Sony should have just done that.
0: Uh, 3DS had mini the micro SD cards. And I'm like, ooh. Those cool. are easier
1: to find. The Switch still have the mini SDs. And you're still good to go.
0: Yes, I still think the best memory card is the GameCube. (laughs) Was you used to get like a whole bunch of it for $20? This is true, but I mean,
1: I would say the best memory card for me would be the UMD for the Dreamcast.
0: (gasps) Yes,
1: the fact that you can pop that out and you can still play some games on it, dude. Yeah, (laughs) that's cool.
0: Oh, Dreamcast, Street Fighter, Third Strike, Soul Calibur 2. Oh, my God. Um, Power Stone? Oh. Oh. If you did not secure a copy of Power Stone, you weren't getting it at mm-hmm. all. Ever. I, and I tried many times to get that game, and I played it. I played the arcade version, and I beat the game, but man, I couldn't find it at stores at all. Every time that is they got one in. One of so
1: the games I still have to this day.
0: Lucky. Uh, hopefully, you have, games. hopefully you have Marvel versus Capcom 2 also in Dream. Oh yeah,
1: for sure. Yeah.
0: Like, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Capcom, they better come out with it. They they need to release it and put it back out. Like they have to.
0: You know what? I I think I can um, catch flack with this. I kind of don't want them to re-release uh Marvel Capcom versus uh M- Marvel versus Capcom 2. I don't want to remaster. I just want the old version. Oh no, yeah, the OG. Like just let it go. Put it out yes. there. You have the code. You could just let it go. Push it, yes, yeah, uh, push it through. Now, what you what they can release is Tatsunoku versus Capcom.
1: Now, mm, that would be interesting. If, uh, I love that game.
0: Oh, everybody, <laughs> I mean, you want to talk about fighting games I want back? I want Bloody Roar back. <gasps> Mary, I, I know, even though you married, you got a kid, please marry me. <laughs> I. Man, we've been talking about Bloody War for... A, me and my friends here at Boss Rush, we've been talking about Bloody War for so long. Why? Why did it not...
1: <sighs> because Konami doesn't want to have fun.
0: That first game was...
1: Super, the first game was just perfect. The second one was just... They kept adding to it with more characters? Yeah. Like, come on, dude. But I mean, I'm going to be real with you. I was uh, The mole was my main character the entire time. I had to be the tiger.
0: That's my favorite. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: I just uh, did the mole because he was so much quicker, and like the fact that you can just like stab and pull out, <laughs> and then just bleed him out while they're going through. It's like, oh, it's great.
0: Yes. It's so, uh, oh, Chris, you are gonna have to come back. We're gonna have to talk about. Oh, dude, we can talk about tons games. of. Dude, uh, I'm. I it would be my pleasure to just talk about straight fighting games. I'm. I'm in. Cause I'm down for some Neo Geo talk with Fiddle. Well, not Fiddle Fur, because Samurai Showdown was my game. I can never get into the same show i'm gonna be real really yeah it
1: was not my cup of tea
0: feta Furry was too i couldn't get feta furby the the jumping around and i think it was mm-hmm. because playing it at a convenience store and not being able to sit down this now, is true yeah now everybody realized this was the first 600 dollars console <laughs> the Neo Geo. Yeah. you know and the 200 dollars game cartridges that was ridiculous um oh my but God, yeah. king of fighters world heroes which was slow on super nintendo uh mm. but f- i mean i respect Fatal i i love it i enjoyed it i think the future games improved upon it mm. um dramatically uh but yeah it was it's that jumping mechanic i was just like stay there why are you jumping in the background it was
1: I, like-, I, like any of those games like, i couldn't get into like um summer showdown for me it's just it, that game never clicked it was too slow yeah for the way i play if that makes any sense like i could never get into it it's just like mm.
0: i think that's my killer instinct was the game at the arcade like when they speeded it up because this i think was the introduction to a combo system like yeah. before even like the action style combos that we have on today just seeing them like just seeing them starting with a special move and going in seeing orchard kick uh, kick, um, you know, kick them off, and like everybody was just using their moves. It was just like, mm. how skilled are you playing was, the game?
1: That that was that was a treat, especially uh, as a Glacius main and a uh, full Gore. I mean, come on.
0: And then, Mur- then because Midway uh, published that. did Midway publish yeah, that? Again? yeah, it was Midway. Yeah. So it was Nintendo Rare and Midway. Hmm. I wonder, how did that work out? Because where it created it? Did Midway develop, did Midway publish it for America? Because Nintendo Rare released it for Super Nintendo.
1: Yeah, it was Nintendo. Well, I mean, okay, so back in the day, it was Nintendo and
0: Midway. Interesting because with the experience that Midway had, they they put that in for Mortal Kombat 3 mm-hmm. with the dial in or whatever I call it, the dial in uh, combo. Yeah, which was, I mean,
1: it was great. I loved it. Just like the combo finishers where you just beat the crap out of someone constantly and just keep going, keep going, going. The bodies just explodes Yes. <laughs> I mean, they... Mortal Kombat 3 Ultimate is still my favorite Mortal Kombat game
0: to this day. 100% because of the
1: roster. And it was so big.
0: 100% with you. Now Mortal Kombat Trilogy was a mess on PlayStation mess. 1.
1: Yeah, it was horrible.
0: Yeah, so yeah, we're just gonna crash for the next 45 minutes that you play this game. Wait, what?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. I think the one really good PS1 game that I just... I had to get imported was... Uh, you can see how big of a nerd I am. I was Dragon Ball GT Final Bout. Really? Yeah, that game was great. It was slow, but I love GT back in the day.
0: Okay, but did you have to do the PlayStation trip? Yeah Okay, yeah Because yeah, yeah. you know th- that one was hard to do because at the time Playstations were breaking you had to turn the system upside down <laughs> to be like Okay, I can't get this to work mm-hmm. Um, um Yes, but I, that was great. Man, yeah, dude, because, like, Street Fighter, to me, Street Fighter 3, Third Strike is my game. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Get, let's talk about it. What's that look for? Well, What's Third Strike was for? fantastic. I loved it. Oh, you de-
1: played it. No, I haven't played it in years. I mean, I want to try to get back into it.
0: You didn't but. pick up the uh, the 30th, 30th anniversary collection? Mm-hmm. Oh, they have all the Street Fighters there. That's where Third Strike is at.
1: Yeah, no, no, I'll, I'll pick it up, but there's just so many games.
0: There's too many wow. games now. See, I, I got that look and I got that of so I'm just like, okay, Chris, what's, what about Third Strike you did? Like, come on, tell no, me. No, 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 no. I loved
1: it. No, no, no. It was great. I mean, I, I I'd never got the Street Fighter vibe until mm-hmm. I think Street Fighter 2. But then I just dropped off because at the same time I remember Mortal Kombat kept pumping out games. Yeah. And then in between that was Killer Instinct. And then just like everything else, it was also uh, was it Rampage that came out in between that and
0: then... Yeah, Rampage was because that's midway. They were out. Uh, King, of King of Monsters. King of was, Monsters was Neo Geo. Yeah. Um, then there was like some time game that had, like, bad fighting graphics, like, when you could be able to cut the arms off and the leg. Bloodstorm, I think, was a really bad one. Uh, Oh, there was a ton of, like,
1: bad fighting games that were just back in the day, and this could be, like, a whole
0: thing. Uh, Tattoo Warriors. Oh, my goodness. Oh, God, no. Please. Uh. (laughs) I'm surprised that you know about that game. Yeah. Uh yeah. Street Fighter the movie, the gang, which was ridiculous. I actually had Rama one half or Rama half on Super Nintendo. Really? I not yeah. And this is the thing about it. I pay I have birthday money and I've decided to get that game over Snatcher for the Sega C D because I didn't have a Sega C D at that time. Oh, okay,
1: so then that makes sense.
0: So because and then I played and I'm just like, This is not good. <laughs> It's like, what did I just waste my money on? Right, but that was at the KB Toy Store. That was in the when it was games was in the bargain bin, and you just mm-hmm. like because uh, I got well, Rocket Knight Adventures, and I got Dragon Knight Adventures Tournament Fighters for Sega Genesis, and Harvest uh, Stone Heist from the twenty dollar bin. Mm-hmm. My brother had the okay. Sega Genesis. Now, Tournament Fight, Tournament Fighters for Super Nintendo. Yeah, top notch, top notch, top, notch. top tier. So. We'll have that discussion <laughs> about fighting Yeah, we'll do, it, we'll do it for sure. Chris, you'll have to come back on. Uh, but where can everybody find you? Um, you guys can
1: find me on uh, Chris V Miami over on Twitter, uh, DJ Chris V on Twitch, uh, DJ Chris V on YouTube, uh, also DJ Chris V on SoundCloud. Yeah, I kind of marketed that. I'm trying to get it on tw- Twitter, but you know, some guy has that tag, and they haven't used it in like 12 years, and I'm <gasps> like, Twitter doesn't want to give it to me, so... I'll get it though eventually. But yeah, just look up the jacquers for you'll find me.
0: Yes, um, you guys can find me on uh t- on Twitch, Twitch. Yeah, actually, yeah, you can find me on Twitch at the lyrical one. I actually need to hook my Xbox up and get that ready to stream because I'm doing a contra run. So I'm trying to do super C. Uh, I still have devs and stuff, but I'm trying to do it where I don't use no continues. I do everything in one run. That's uh, gonna be rough. Uh, I, I'm able to do it with the first contra. I'm able to run through contra on NES. I'll die, but I could do it without the 30-man code and stuff. Okay. So uh, but you can find me on Twitter at that retro Code. You can check more of our work on bossrush.net. Uh, and check out our YouTube page at Bosch Rush uh Network where you could uh catch um center definition, expression pass, 1v1s. Um, Nintendo Power Block, Crossroads, and Arsenal X, our Xbox podcast, and more uh, work there. You can also join us on our Patreon. Go to bossrich.net and you'll find our Patreon there. You can select a tier and support us. Um, you'll get uh, access to early uh, content. And I just gotta say, Chris, it was wonderful meeting you, wonderful talking for you, going back through the, all of these guys, just... Talking about infamous one and two, and then talking about old fighting games that, yeah, you'll have to come back. We'll have to discuss because I want to know, I have to know what you think about fighting games now compared to the past. Oh, and I have opinions. Oh, you will say those. those. With that, everybody, we'll see you next time. Hosted the definition. Bye, everybody. Bye, guys.